This is. This is. Eric and Gord, what if we're right? Live, right now. Are you ready? Find and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. I call 80 times. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I forgot something in the car, so I had to go run out to grab it. I forgot to smoke today. I didn't oh. realize till after work. I was like, I forgot to smoke all fucking day. <laughs> I think I'm almost ready to quit that shit. <clears throat> Apparently, fuck. Well, I'm doing about a pack a week. Well, that's a good drop. So, uh, yeah, and then today I was just like, wait a minute, I didn't fucking smoke. I really needed one after work. I was like, why do I need one so bad? Oh, fuck, I haven't had one yet. <laughs> so that's good news, I guess. Yeah, chop that up to top news. That's a good thing. Get the COVID and all. I'm worried about my lungs. Um... Apparently, my buddy at work knows a guy now who had it. And now he's complaining of his lung condition. And doctors have told him it'll be seven to ten years before he's back to normal. Well, shit, eh? Doctors told me I'd never walk again, too, when I broke my back. <laughs> so, that's cool. Doctors, what do they really know? Yeah, I was in a wheelchair forever. Get used to it. Here's all the good, like, psychiatrists who could help you through the trauma of now being in a wheelchair forever. <laughs> yeah, forever turned out to be nine weeks. So, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, I was miserable. <laughs> it's a horrible fucking nine weeks. <laughs> oh yeah, I was the worst, and I was no good in my fucking chair either. I couldn't get the hang of it, so I was like, couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> stuck in my not wheelchair accessible apartment on fucking um third, like Maine and North End. Um, what else? Yeah, so he knows a guy who had it. That's cool. Said he's fine. He was fine. He was, like, fine in five days. But now he's permanently damaged forever. Yeah. I I just don't know about that. I will know tomorrow. I will talk to the expert. Good. That sounds... That's... We need something a little more tangible. A little bit. I figure the way, like, with the way Manitoba's dealing with it, I lost a girlfriend over it. I figure <laughs> a nurse in an old folks' home in Manitoba, that should be the perfect perspective. Yeah, that's pretty much has to be. <laughs> if he can't clear it up, then fuck, we're fucked. <laughs> I don't think he can. I don't think anybody can. I got a funny topic for the show. And I got, like, a whole bunch of shit. This is a big day in the world. Wow. Everything fucking happened today. At some point in history. Oh, really? Every cool fucking thing that's ever happened in the world happened on July- January 4th, apparently. Oh. And it's National Spaghetti Day. Oh, very nice. I gotta see if I got uh, government money. If I got the government money, i call Spaghetti Factory and get me some spaghetti. <laughs> I have a spaghetti factory like two blocks from my house. Um, I just know the one. Though, there's that one downtown that I know of. That's the, the original. Place. The original. That, yeah. that is the actual original. But they're all over the place now. Adam Carolla was talking about it last night. 
that one, one downtown is haunted. Yeah, allegedly. I, I they say all those buildings are. You did not. You just had too many servers at your table. Nope. <laughs> Watched them pour a glass, and then they walked away, and the glass was empty, and a different server was there ready to fill my glass. And how much weed did you smoke before you went you, there? You know better than anybody to never fucking question that. You too much. Fuck, <laughs> minus 80 bucks. I'm still minus 80 bucks. Where's my government money? Man, you ain't kidding um, about today. Holy shit, everything is fucking huge. Yeah, don't spoil it. I got no, funny. I got a funny thing we came up with today, though, that I want to ask you about. So let's just fucking get going. Let's do it. Um. Oh, I had like sort of an intro. What was it? Oh fuck! Where did I put it? I don't remember. Doesn't matter. The intros are failing lately anyway. Oh, I'm already recording and I can't do the fucking intro because I don't, I'm not doing the speaker thing. Uh, hi there. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Monday. It is January the 4th of 2021. And I am Eric talking at you from Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, where I haven't screwed up the date two nights in a row. <laughs> that can be frustrating. <laughs> that is, I think, a record for me have to assume so hey everybody thanks for listening and thank you for telling your friends i don't know what's going on but i cannot thank you guys enough uh the captivate numbers we had like ridiculous numbers last night um i don't remember them gord how are you i'm very good love the title of last night's episode by the way (laughs) it's just good advice I just, I, I'm just, I was, I was laying in bed and it came up and I just started laughing. <laughs> Jess is like, what? I'm like, the name of the episode. <laughs> she goes, why is it you always giggle with that? I said, because they're so fucking funny. <laughs> it's not just a funny title. It's also a really good advice to take. Absolutely. Um, 60 downloads today. Like, 444 downloads this week. That's not our show. That's 10 of our shows. Isn't that that's like amazing. all of our episodes? <laughs> and that's that's just that's just this one site. 511 downloads since I hooked us up on this site like less than 2 weeks ago. Wow. Uh we're averaging 170 a week. That's like 10 times our numbers. That's thank you guys so much. That's really really very cool. We're up the uh, 3930%. <laughs> wow that's incredible let's so, look at us go whoever's listening on captivate and hey guys at captivate you're dope obviously yeah um for 20 bucks a month instead of the 60 we're kicking a spreaker not anymore <laughs> I'm <Bye-bye>, speaker <laughs> i think i'm theirs for another month but uh that's it anyway that's that um Big day in the world. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, ask Gord how he's doing. Hey, kids, check out our new website, ericgord.com. Um, there's a little sign-up sheet there where you can subscribe to the show just, just to say you like us. And uh, if you do, we'll send you a pen and a postcard. And uh, it would really help us out, look good. Maybe we'll get a sponsor this year. And then we could send you guys cash. We won't, but we could. <laughs> Glad you clarified that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, the new email, mail at ericgord.com. And uh, you email us there. Or if you really need to stick something in Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. 
Slide in the memo over there. <laughs> at gmail.com. I'm sorry, gperson.com. Gperson.com. Or G G message. I'm, I'm going to go with e message for for now until they change it to something better. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm not email. I can't support that in the 21st century. Can we just say do G unit? Isn't that just cooler? G unit. That's fine. Yeah, we could go with G unit. I just I can't support anything like mail. That's just it's wrong, and I won't get behind it. I am all woke, no joke this year. And I think unit is perfect because for those transitioning, yeah, is having a unit. So there you're you either getting a unit or losing a unit. Either way, <laughs> either way, <laughs> it works for everybody. That's a good idea. Unit. There we go. E Units e unit. So our new e unit is <laughs> mail at ericgord.com. That's ericgord.com, all one word. Um, or Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina at gunit.com. There you go. Unit spelt M-A-I-L. <laughs> the classic spelling, yes. Classic spelling of unit, irregardless of how it's normally spelt. Irregardless. So I got a friend at work. Well, we're the only two that work there, so we're kind of just forced to be friends. I don't know that he likes me, and I don't care. Okay. Um, we get into some pretty heavy conversations, and today he asked me, what do you think the next battleground is? And now, obviously, I think it's going to be Israel. Oh, okay. Um, I think Israel's going to start some shit this year. He thinks China, uh, something oh. along the South China Sea, which is definitely a possibility. There's a lot of hostility there around Hong Kong and the whatnot. Well, it'll be Iran. I thought to myself, what a perfect time for Canada to fucking invade somebody. Number one, that no one would ever see it coming. Like, no one would ever see it coming from Canada. No. Number two, no one will believe them when they call. They're like, hey, we need help. Canada's invading. Everyone will be like, fuck off. <laughs> Canada's no. not invading. What are, they, what are they doing? Fucking sending us poutines? We're gonna eat ourselves to death? The fuck out of here. Right? So it's a perfect time. And then, so I started thinking about it and I decided Eric Gord government, we invade Venezuela. Ooh. We take it over. We change it to Venascatoon. That's going to be the first country that Canada invades and takes over. And we'll send everyone from Quebec there. They now all, and we'll make Spanish the third official language. So now everyone has to know three. For our Venezuelan occupants. Great. Sorry, the occupants of Venascatoon. I barely have fucking Canada. command of the fucking English language. Yeah, you don't need it. <laughs> it's fine. You're not ever going to Venascatoon. No. The place is your bangly. So that's, uh, <laughs> vote for Eric and Gord, and uh, we will invade Venezuela. That's going to be the big battleground. Very cool. The first the first Canadian invasion in history. <laughs> it's great. It'll do great for our self-esteem. It'd be good for uh, like our patriotism. It'd be spectacular. <laughs> Sorry, Venezuela. Like we'll be nice. We're not like we'll come in with our blue helmets and we probably won't even shoot you. We'll just take over quietly. <laughs> so don't like be worried. It's it's not going to be like a war unless you make it one. <laughs> I don't. So, there you go. That's my plan. I don't think there'd be much of a fight back at this stage of the game. Everybody's going, everybody's dying of COVID. So everyone's <laughs> dying of COVID except for in Canada. 
Do you, do you even need weapons now? Don't you just need to show up without a mask and start coughing? Well, that's pretty much what I plan on doing. I'm going to go cough in everybody's eye. I'm actually a little bit sniffly today, so that's cool. I hope that uh -oh. turns into something. <laughs> I hope it does. I'm pissed off now that I haven't had it. Pretty sure I did. But if it wasn't, I'm mad. <laughs> that's just funny. So I said off the top of the show, it is National Spaghetti Day. Mm -hmm. Hi. Happy National Spaghetti Day, everybody. Um, it's also World Braille Day. Hmm. Um, I did not see that coming. <laughs> it's World Hypnotism Day. So all you hypnotists out there. What do uh, they do? Do they get together in a room and try to hypnotize each other? I don't know, but it was the second half of my life coaching course was also hypnotism. So that's a big part of that, I guess. <laughs> I don't uh, that's like true because that's, I'm susceptible to it. And I, I don't like that. I, so cannot, I, avoid it. I cannot be hypnotized. I Only can't. one person has ever tried, but I've been told it won't work. I walked into a bar. There was a hypnotist at a bar doing bar tricks, and I just happened to walk in there. I was barely paying attention sitting at the bar, and the fucker got me. <laughs> yeah, that happened to my roommate in the one that we went and saw. I think it was Kreskin. Who was the oh, the amazing Creston. Yeah. That's I amazing. Pretty sure it was him. It was right here in Kelowna. Uh, oh, yeah, it totally was. I just looked at a picture of him. That's who it was. The amazing Kreskin. Um, he's good. He came. Holy, he's old as fuck. He was born in 1935. Yep. Um, he came to Kelowna, and he did a show. It was really funny. It was a really entertaining show, but my roommate, very much like you, wasn't paying close attention and got hypnotized, and I didn't. Huh. And I went and talked to him, and he said, yeah, uh, that's... He said the best show he ever did in his life was on a German military base. <laughs> he said, because they all, they're so in tune to just listen and do exactly as they're told that it was like a cakewalk. <laughs> but I've, got, I've always got 85 things on my mind, and none of them are related to whatever I'm talking about. So, you know, it's, it's impossible. My mind is not anywhere where you're going to get it to pay attention to you. <laughs> enough to make it do something it doesn't want to do i can't even make it do what it doesn't want to do i'm just terrified that somebody's gonna do that shit to me and they're gonna be like every time a car horn fucking goes off you gotta quack like a duck or something stupid i just don't want to do that oh, shit. if i could i'd be doing it to you every second day <laughs> I know if i would. knew how I know. every day and you'd be like what's and that would be the start of every podcast we would be you like fucking you gotta quit that shit and i'd be like <laughs> no i'd be like yeah i totally do you're right and then the next day you'd be like i swear to god fucking quit it <laughs> put me under and do it again so instead of that i start barking like a dog <laughs> i almost got arrested today stop it okay you're right i, I will reverse it right now when i snap my fingers <laughs> and then you won't remember. I'll be like, you won't remember any of this. Snap. And then you, every day it'll be new. And it'll be hilarious <laughs> to, to me. My own version of Groundhog Day. And because I, I don't listen to this show, I'd never know. <laughs> exactly. And we'll it's, talk about it every day and you'll never get it. Does that technically make it a victimless crime? <laughs> if I don't know. I, I think it is. I think that's the definition of that. You know what else is today that's kind of stupid? It's Magnum P.I.'s birthday. Not Tom Selleck. Magnum P.I. the character. It's his birthday today. And that, yeah. was, that, that came up. <laughs> and that's I was like, weird. That's a stupid thing. Yeah. That uh, means that one of, that means on one of the episodes, they not only mentioned it, but celebrated it once. So happy, happy hypnotism day, everybody. Uh, there's a lot of things that happened today, and I'm going to talk about them. 
Uh, since but, we're just doing the hypnotism thing, I'd just like to say, you may all clap now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things that didn't happen today, but happened this month, the term um, carjacking was coined. Oh. Do you know why the term carjacking was coined? Do you know what it was called before it was carjacking? Oh, God, no. What? It was robbery armed unauthorized driving of a vehicle. Of an automobile, I'm sorry. Robbery unarmed unauthorized driving of an automobile and that they felt was too much to say so they changed it to carjacking i uh, i see i always thought that car like i always knew that there had to be another term i always thought carjacking was a term used on the street they used the acronym r-a-u-d-a r-a-u-d-a huh. stop the guy's committing an r-a-u-d-a <laughs> you mean a carjacking i don't know what that is <laughs> we should invent that I just assumed because, you know, gangsters always talked about, you know, jacking this and jacking that. So I just assumed it was picked up as that term. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was. It was a cop, I think, or a lawyer. It was one or the other. Probably from fucking South Central Los Angeles. <laughs> um, Pretty funny. The other, there's two more that just blew me away that I got to jump right to. Um, oh, actually, three that are really interesting. Cool. On this day in 2012... January 4th, 2012, the Saudi government in Saudi Arabia banned men from selling women's yeah. underwear. So it became illegal for men to sell women's underwear. Now, why this is a big deal is because women weren't allowed to work in stores at the time. You had to be a man to work in a store. So they had to repeal that law and make it so that women could work in stores because they made it illegal for men to sell women's underwear. Huh. How fucking crazy and stupid is that? Like, how come nobody said, this is stupid? What I don't get is, is like, I mean, clearly that law came before the thought of, well, we have to let women work. No, hang yeah, on. We no, can't, yeah. the, the thought the process is really, you know what? It's really, we really have to not have guys selling women's underwear. Well, how are we going to exactly. do that? Fuck, we're going to have to let them work. to let women work. It's so funny that that's how it came about, but that's how it came about. <laughs> uh, that was my first funniest one, and that's the most recent. The second funniest one was in 1955, way back, 1955. That was the year my mom was born. Um, Disneyland had a display celebrating the invention of the bra. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it was brand new, and it was very exciting. And they called their display the Wizard of Blas, Bras. <laughs> The Wizard of Bras, and I thought that's, that's pretty awesome. fucking awesome. Way to go, Disney. That must have been like <laughs> so racy at the time. They probably didn't even show them. That's funny. <laughs> Wizard of Bras. Thank you, Disney. Um, and one that's not funny, but very interesting to me. On this day in 1790, Ooh. George Washington gave the very first State of the Union address. Oh, how about that? That's kind of neat. That is kind of neat. And one that's very important. That's kind of crazy. 1790. That seems like a long time ago. That was. Um, friend of the show. Woman very near and dear to my heart. And I think Gord's too. January 4th, 2007. The lovely Mrs. Nancy Pelosi was elected to the House Speaker of Congress. <laughs> Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So, 
Congratulations, Congratulations. On your anniversary, Nancy. You know we love you. And we know that you've done absolutely nothing since then. Congratulations. She <laughs> has stopped some very important legislation from going yeah. through. <laughs> exactly. Definitely not nothing. Um, you know what else happened in today's history, by the way? Yeah, what's that? In 1847, Samuel Colt sold his first revolvers to the U.S. government. And where is he from again? I don't remember. Hmm. Colt. Hmm. Colt, where would that be from? <laughs> That would be Canadian for you guys who don't know. Is it actually Canadian? I actually didn't know that. Yeah, Colt is a Canadian brand. Oh, how about that? That's why Trudeau stopped selling the the, the, uh, AR-17 or whatever it is. The AR-15. AR-15. He's like, Colt's not going to sell that anymore. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Colt stopped production on it. But thanks anyway, JT. Um, (laughs) Thanks for making it sound like you did something. No, they just decided not to make it anymore. And you're like, yeah, Colt's not going to make it anymore. I told you. I mean... Keep going. <laughs> um, uh, in 1996, on this day in 1996, GM announced its first electric car. I'm still not done with my political ones, but yes, they did. Uh, it's also the day Pontiac was uh, introduced. That's right. That's right. Um, but Pontiac just something that's American. funny because the state of Nancy Pelosi became the first female House Speaker ever on this day, and George Washington gave the first State of the Union address. This was the day that uh, a weird television actor, Robert uh, Ronald Reagan, announced his candidacy for president. Oh, wow. Um, and he was just sure. like a, he was a random nobody actor. Like, it was out of fucking left field. Yeah, he wasn't, um, he wasn't even a big actor. Like, he wasn't huge. Um, and it's also the day that Richard Nixon was subpoenaed and the Watergate investigation began. So big fucking day for uh, for politics. Huge day. Yeah. There's even more that I haven't I haven't even touched on yet. There's more, way more. Yeah. Something that Gordon and I both would find fascinating, and I can't find the actual list, but I want to. Uh, January fourth, nineteen thirty six. Billboard releases its first music chart. Oh wow, nineteen thirty six. The very first Billboard chart. I, w- I want to see it. It was probably a bunch of crappy 30s music, but. <laughs> <laughs> I know Pearl Jam didn't hit that list, though. I but... would imagine. Uh, no, they did hit the uh, top 10 best rock albums of 2020, though. Oh, very nice. With their brand newest one. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne did as well. Was so good on him. Oh, uh, who was number one on the metal charts? Oh my god, it was Body Count with their 2020 release, which I didn't even know existed, so I gotta check that out. Um, very, very cool. We'll get to music in a bit. Um, so many exciting things that happen on National Spaghetti Day. Um, where else, what else do I have? Oh yeah, yeah. There, was, there was a guy, a Russian cosmonaut, who was in space... While he was in space, the Soviet Union collapsed. <laughs> he couldn't that... come home. Nobody, nobody brought him home. He spent 10 months in space. Wow. Because nobody ever, they forgot he was up there. And then when he tried to come down, they're like, well, you're not, like, they wouldn't let him into the country because his, his uh, Soviet passport wasn't valid anymore. And he's like, yeah, I'm in fucking space. <laughs> 
<laughs> kind of out of my control up here. <laughs> it, they took him like weeks to sort it all out, and they go, "Oh yeah, he's in space. I guess he could come in." Does that mean that he's the, like he was the true inspiration for the movie? Um, that Tom Hanks movie was it Arrival or whatever? <laughs> yeah, I guess he could have been um, the terminal. The terminal. No, that that actually happened. Yes, it that, did. That story in the terminal that's uh, based very loosely on a true story. Very loosely. <laughs> uh, he didn't. The the guy in the real movie didn't bang Catherine Zeta Jones. No. Damn um, shame because that that would be fun. My version, which I don't know where it is, I can't find it. My VHS version of that movie that I made is way funnier. Because <laughs> I just edited it in the Robert Zakansky video right at the end. So the door is open and Tom Hanks goes walking outside and then he gets tasered to death by four cops. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's so, so good. <laughs> it's such bad taste because it was right around the same time. That's oh, fucking funny. It's awesome. I can't find it. I don't know who has it, but if you have it and you did, send me an email, Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina, gmail.com. Um, sorry, gunit.com, spelled M A I L. <laughs> I would love to see that. It is really, really funny because he's so happy and everyone's clapping. As soon as he sets foot outside, <laughs> then the four cops taser him to death. <laughs> and it almost looks like because he steps into like sort of a foyer. And it kind of looks like the room that Robert Zakansky was in. It was, oh, I, I, I so felt deep. bad because I saw like an interview with his mom a couple weeks later. And then I was like, oh, that's not right. But how much were you laughing while you were putting that together, though? Oh, <laughs> so much. And people thought it was terrible at the time. It was definitely way too soon. It was great. <laughs> that's the um, equivalent of Gilbert Godfrey telling a 9-11 joke. Just yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we cared about Robert Zakansky way more than 9-11. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, this day in 1955, the United States government paid out $2 million, which was big money in 55. Mm -hmm. They paid that out to victims of the test bombing they did in the Pacific. They hit all kinds of, when they were testing the hydrogen bomb, they were yep. just launching it into the Pacific. They killed a bunch of fishermen. Uh, they polluted a bunch of fish, which uh, made a bunch of people sick. <laughs> and it was for a year from 1954 to 1955 they did this and then on january 4th they paid out two million dollars to all these victims that's funny so that's and that's that's just come on and it's after world war ii so they like what are you testing did they just like to blow shit up we all know the truth um <laughs> first state of the union what else do i have nancy pelosi first woman Congratulations. i got a big one for for, um, for political first billboard chart. now here's one that's not funny at all hmm. um rosewood the rosewood massacre happened on this day in 1923 oh. an, an all-black town of 120 people was completely destroyed burned to the ground by the kkk and tons of black people slaughtered um one of the worst massacres in U.S. history. He was one of the first and the worst. So, and all by the KKK on an all-black town. So, that's pretty fucking disgusting and stupid. Wow, that's. I can't, there's still a thing. That's still a thing that exists in the world. So, fuck you guys. And yeah. how, like, come on, America. I defend you guys a lot. The least you could do is get rid of those fuckers. Uh, Trump denounced them. Oh, no, he didn't. He was the only group that he denounced. <laughs> well, yeah, his denunciation of them was like me denouncing beer. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Do you want me to say the words? Fine, I'll say the words. Next question. Yeah, right? 
I'll say the words. Can you say them? Well, I don't have to later, now. Yeah. Everyone knows. Yeah. Five days later, he actually said it. <laughs> what? I didn't say it? Of course I said it. You didn't KKK say it. KKK is I a terrible it. organization. I'm not saying it again. <laughs> I already said it. I'm not saying it again. I already didn't say it once. I'm not going to not say it again. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, this was also the day that Nancy Kerrigan... Oh. World loved, adored figure skater, stepped out to talk to reporters and was bludgeoned brutally by Tanya Harding's hitman who hurt her knee so she couldn't skate. Why? Why would anybody do this? Why? That was the best. <laughs> um, you know why? Brian Adams could tell you why. In the number one song from that year, everything I do, I do it for you. Oh, very, very cool. Um, no, in, in 1999, I hated that song so, so much, and it, it was on 24 fucking seven. It was worse than goddamn Nickelback. It's true, it's true. That song got that was, yeah, that was huge internationally for him. That was because that was from that fucking movie. Um, there's the Robin Hood Prince of the Thieves. Robin Hood, that's right, yeah. Um, awesome. I will get back to music, but uh, yeah, that song was I. I will never forget. It was ridiculous, and it's a terrible song. I gotten laid to that song a few times. <laughs> Number one song in 1990, though, was a killer song, also from a movie, "Blaze of Glory," oh, from Young nice. Guns too. And that song Very still rocks. Sorry, yeah. you had one. You were gonna pipe up in. I got I, tons of this shit today. So, um, in 1999, the Euro made its debut. Oh, gross. Yeah. So that's when you had um, 11 nations that adopted a single currency. The year 11 nation army. And there's now 19 members. Uh, 19. Ooh, not for long. Brexit's no. going to fuck the shit out of that crap. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just the way that uh, Chinese did at Pearl Harbor. <laughs> um, the US on this day in 1970. Yeah, go ahead. U.S. minimum wage. And this is 1991. The minimum wage went all the way up to $4.25 an hour. <laughs> That's what I got paid when I was I was 14 years old. My first job, I was getting paid for, or no, I was getting paid three dollars <laughs> Minimum wage was four twenty-five. I'll go year over year. We'll do these and then I'll get, because there's some ones in the 90s that you're just going to love. <laughs> um, 1974, President Nixon refuses to hand over the tapes. Yes. That and then he got subpoenaed. Thing. Yes, he did. And then he handed over the tapes. And he got and then he got for that one. locked up. <laughs> it was right. like the Chinese were in his Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, 1896, Utah entered the Union. Well, and it, on January 5th, 1896, nobody gave a yeah. fuck that Utah was in the Union. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that tomorrow. Fuck. Um, fuck what else was I, I went through my list. kind of. Go, oh, but I got some, some big songs. But I want to wait and do music. But it's more like the big songs from uh, like the week. It's not just it's it's like the the top the twenty five biggest songs of this week, not just today, but like the top songs of this week, or in different years. But we'll get oh, to, okay. that, to that in a minute. 
Macarena was number two in Fuck 1991. Fucking song. No, sorry, 1990. Uh, you know what was number one? Hmm. Blame it on the rain. Grammy award-winning <laughs> song. <laughs> Took best song at the Grammys and then was four days later was taken away because they <laughs> lip-synced and they were liars. And so that year is the only year that didn't have a best song. They didn't award it to anyone else. So, Millie Vanilli, you fucked the Grammys. I got it. My hat goes off to you for that. (laughs) I just love the fact that when the whole thing came out, I just love the fact that, um, like, when they had to actually go up, he goes, can we just hand this thing back now, please? Yeah. (laughs) No, no. You need to stand here and look like idiots for a little bit longer. (laughs) How pissed off are those? Well, I guess one of them's dead now, but how pissed are they? Now that lip syncing is like totally acceptable, everybody <laughs> fucking does it. Look, we started that shit. <laughs> give us our Grammy back. It's like they're the fucking Lance Armstrong of singing. <laughs> Britney Spears would not have a career if it wasn't for lip syncing. <laughs> uh, Lance Armstrong, they proved that like the twenty-one other top bicyclists were just as high as he was. Yep. <laughs> so that means he was still the best. Because they were all on the same fucking steroids, and he still be so all his medals still count technically. Yep. Ah, yep. <laughs> oh, sorry, Millie and Vanilli, you got Lance Armstrong. <laughs> so, so on this day in history, Pete Rose was banned for gambling. He was banned from oh. the National Baseball Association, and nobody cared. I don't think, especially not Pete Rose. It just seems weird that that happened. People are still fighting today to get his to get him back in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that his time's been well long and served. Nobody cares anymore. Nobody cared at the time. No, he bet against his own team or something. I don't know. That was stupid. I don't even remember what he did. I just know he was gambling. Yeah, that's and pretty. Yeah, he bet against his team and technically through the game. Sports gambling is super. I didn't think he had anything to do with the game. He just he it was just for the gambling. Well, the gambling is what he got charged for, but it was the speculation that he threw the game because he bet against. Therefore, he wouldn't have played his best. I don't think he was he even playing. I think I, he. I don't think he was even playing at the time. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure he wasn't. Anyway, it was a stupid charge, and so screw that. I thought he was already not a player. Now we got to look up stuff. See what you've done. <laughs> If we would go live and you guys would phone in, then you could help us with these answers. No, sorry, he was the manager. Yeah, that's what it was. That that's where that thing came from. So he didn't throw nothing. No. Uh, um. Anyway, there you go. Hmm. Oh, I just lost my page. Um, okay, I, I got a quick one here. Okay. Nineteen sixty-four, the Boston Strangler, um, Albert oh, right. Salvo. Yeah. He raped and strangled to death his last victim. Allegedly. Alleg- no, there's no allegedly about it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, um, um, the woman, whoever the fuck it was. 18th, I believe. Uh, yeah, I'm not looking like at that. that. I think it was 18. He was, there was another one. Another very famous killer did something today. Got, got caught today. It was a big day for killers. Oh, cool. Not really. Um, there is also a massive train colliding, coll- collision yes. in uh, Pakistan in 1990. Huge. 
killed between Dude. 200 and 300 people and that injuring another 700 train. more. Very, that's a busy train. Yeah. And it's still to this day the worst rail accident ever. Yet. Yet. So far. Uh, now, what about, I would argue Lake Mag- Magantique was worse. Um, maybe not as many dead, but yeah, I think just going the whole fucking town after the map. Yeah, it did. <laughs> That's brutal. Like that town is just not there anymore. Yeah, I I don't know which was uh worse, but um, I guess that is they're they're claiming that is. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Yeah, that's fucking neat. Uh, very cool. <laughs> yeah, it is neat. It's not neat. It's terrible. Sorry, Pakistan. That sucks for you guys. And everyone was still calling you Packies back then, too. <laughs> that's true. Back then, if you were from any Middle Eastern descent, you were just known you were as a Packy. That's just it. Yeah, my mom still does that. Aww. still calls everybody packy she's like nice about it though she's like like she she will define where they're from now she's like what are those packies from iran <laughs> close enough mom that's the best we're gonna get out of her she knows yeah. that packies are from different countries <laughs> that's that's progress that's progress that's genius um we will when eric and gord are prime ministers we will improve the education a little bit, especially in Ven- in Venaskatoon. We will get them <laughs> educated better than the original Saskatooners. <laughs> I wonder how the Saskatooners are going to feel about all that. I've never been to Saskatoon. I've been through uh, Saskatchewan many times. I've never had the pleasure of going north to Saskatoon. I'm going to have to put that on my things to do. Wasn't that a song? What? Going to Saskatoon? Yeah. Going down to Saskatoon. I don't know. Nobody. Why would you write a song about that? And unless it was a really sad song. Like, oh, I can't believe I'm going to fucking Saskatoon. I don't know. For some reason, the first time I ever heard it, I was told that it was the Doors because it kind of sounded like. The doors sort of I'm like it sounds like really weird for the doors. It turns out it was not the doors at all. <laughs> it seems like something he would write though. It kind of does though. <laughs> I got so high I thought I was in Saskatoon. I don't know what a Saskatoon is. I got stuck in the jaw of a moose. The guess who? That's who actually did the song. Oh well, of course they did. They're from Winnipeg. Okay. Running back to Saskatoon. That's what it's called. Running back to Saskatoon. Yeah, it makes. I could see a band from Winnipeg doing that. Yeah. Uh, so whatever, cool. <laughs> I don't care about the Guess Who. I like BTO. The BTO was awesome. Guess Who, not so much. Guess <laughs> Who, nobody. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> don't care. It means nothing to me. Uh, oh, yeah. man. That? So... I um since we're we've caught on some killer stuff, um I just discovered something. I actually had it brought to my attention um earlier today, and I had to look it up because I had no idea. I was quite fucking stunned by this. Um, the um the Zodiac killer, um, 
unknown case in the sense like you know they never found the killer and everything else they've never been able to decipher his letters yeah. on December 11th they deciphered them finally <clears throat> oh they finally broke his broke the code and um and yeah and they, and they figured out what uh, one of his big fucking letters meant I wish they'd and, um, figure out how to make a decent fucking movie about it, because the one they made was boring <laughs> as shit. Considering what you could have done with that movie, yeah, I fully agree. And I, I would love to be able to tell you what it was, but my computer just fucking froze. It's a terrible <laughs> movie. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so Gord's computer's dead. I'm just answering someone on Facebook real quick, and then I'll get right back to chatting with you guys. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh. Fuck. My computer's froze out. This is still working, but this is frozen out. Fuck. Uh, yeah, this guy just said I'm not allowed Son to speak. He was commenting on my Facebook rant that's gone on for three days five days now um and he said if you'd ever passed grade 12 science you aren't allowed to speak well van hill yes i am allowed to speak read the fucking charter <laughs> my right and my freedom i am allowed to speak so you can fucking blow me how's that for speaking i don't say anything did he ever produce did he ever produce his fucking grades from high school so that he passed it Uh, so I'm just going to say, yeah, read the Charter of Rights and Freedoms and then get back to me on that, bud, chooch. <laughs> Douchebag. Fuck. Everyone who says I'm not allowed to speak because I don't agree with you, go fuck yourselves. And these people say, oh, your grandfather died in the war for, yes, so that I don't have to put up with this shit. And I'm allowed to have a different opinion, you fucking freaks. That's why they fought. The Not so we all could wear masks that the government tells us to wear. And if you're, and if you, if your fucking grandfather was standing there at that time, coming back, and you said that to him, he'd fucking kill you. Yeah, exactly. I'm letting you know. Are you supposed chooch? <laughs> chooch. <laughs> there we go. Get back to me on that chooch. Okay, kids. Charter of Rights and Freedom is a very, very cool charter that we have in this country. Yes, it is. And uh, people like Chooch here don't understand that. <laughs> so, but hey, thanks for writing, Chooch. You're one of 600 people that disagreed with me. And there's like about five that did. And they just private messaged me like, we agree with you, but we don't want to start shit. <laughs> like, that's cool. That's a way to stand up there. Like, secretly write to me. And hey, <laughs> I support you. Just not I support publicly. you, but not publicly. Thanks. Oh, Jeffy Dahmer was captured. That's the one. Jeffy Dahmer oh. was captured. He had killed and sometimes eaten 17 people. And sometimes eaten. <laughs> Ironically, this was right at the same time that KFC officially, Kentucky Fried Chicken officially changed its name in 1991 to KFC. Oh, there you go. We're going to do some fun facts. I'm going to go by year because it's very cool. Um, 1990, I just have the songs written down, which I think is amazing. Uh, some of Gord's favorite hits. Uh, Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Nice. Informer by Snow. 
Jump. But my favorite band, Chris Cross. <laughs> Jump. Uh, rounding off the top five is Waterfalls by TLC. That was fucking massive. Ah, Jason Waterfall. I actually don't hate that song. I uh, was never a fan. Candle in the Wind. Another big, big one. Elton John's yeah. hit about his dead, someone dead. Oh, it's about Princess Diana. That's what yeah. it was. Well, no, because the original one was about Marilyn Monroe, and then he redid a version for Princess Di. The big hit was the one for Marilyn Monroe. He's not old enough to have done it for Marilyn Monroe, though. He, so it must not be his song. Well, yeah, no, it's not that he wrote it at the time. He just did a throwback song about it. Elvis Presley, the, the moderately famous singer from the States. Oh, I heard about him. I think he's he, going to go some places. He recorded his first song. I don't know if it was today, but it was in January of, I want to say, 54. Oh, wow. It was um, the mama. Don't you beg mama. I forget. Anyway. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me, so I don't remember. Um, but yeah, he recorded it this month. Not not necessarily January 4th, but January. Um, if you were born on January 4th, you were probably conceived on April 13th, just so you know. Hmm. That's a fun fact for you. Very interesting. Um, you know what the biggest movie quote was? It was started in January of 1991. Biggest movie quote of that year. Hello, Clarice. Oh, nice. Very nice. <laughs> that's 91. 91. Biggest sex symbol? Patrick Swayze. And Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Swayze. He was, the, he was the man. For us, it was Elle McPherson. For the oh, ladies, yeah. it was Patrick Swayze. Elle McPherson was for both. I didn't ever really like her. I did. Biggest comedian of the day. The funniest man in the world in 1991. Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> man, that guy caused controversy, didn't he? He was the biggest comic of the day. One of the richest stand-up comics of all time. He's very good with money. Uh, you should really follow him on Instagram. His shit that he posts is so fucking funny because it's just his day-to-day stuff. Someone have told me that. Oh my God, it's fucking funny. Some of the movies from 1991 that that were released like in and around, like this is all in January, not necessarily today, but in January. Yeah. Fried, fried Green Tomatoes. Still never seen it. Boys in the Hood. Nice. And City Slickers. <laughs> Huge. Three movies. drastically different movies, eh? And But yeah, they used to make different movies. Original movies. Those are three very original movies. Mm-hmm. And that's very, very cool. Wow. Uh, they don't make original movies anymore. You kids, you're missing out. They used to like, just like write scripts. Oh my God. Anyway, they would write scripts and then that's what movies were based on. They weren't based on old movies. Yeah. Uh, it was weird. a weird. It was a weird time. Uh, big scandals of this month, 1991. Paul Pee Wee Herman Rubens is caught in an <laughs> adult theater doing an inappropriate act. That's so amazing. <laughs> I just read that. Now. That is awesome. 
I still, I, I didn't even at the time, I thought, I don't get it. Why is this a big deal? So he was jerking off in a jerk-off theater. Who cares? Yeah, well, because he was a, he had a kid's show at the time, and it's weird. Was it really a kid's show, though? I mean, I, I don't know. if you watch it today, I don't know who that show was for. Like, I barely remember it, but I've seen newer ones. Like, I've, I've seen it since, and it was, it's just fucked up. That show freaked me out when it was when I was younger when it came out, man. That show was just weird. I just think like, my my friends were into it, and I just I don't know, man. That show was just fucking weird. Uh, Super Nintendo, which I I was quoted at the time as saying they will never come out with anything cooler than this. This is <laughs> the best video games we'll ever get. Actual quote by me. I don't they, think you were off. There's no, there's no way they can top Super Nintendo. I like couldn't even foresee the N64 in in those days. Uh, one hundred ninety nine ninety eight was its sale price. Wow, that's big money in ninety one. Fuck, that's what my parents paid for that. That's crazy. Never had one. I did. I had the original <laughs> Nintendo three years after everybody else did, and I went from that to the PlayStation One. And I, I think that was the last game. system I bought. Um, so ninety one. I'm gonna stick on ninety one. Big things happened in like it was a huge world changing fucking year. Operation Desert Storm started. That's oh, crazy. that was the first Iraq War. You guys don't remember that? I was in grade seven. It was pretty I nice. Remember that? Yep. That was the that first. Crazy. The first war. That was televised ever, like live and, TV in and real man, time. Was it ever? Hoping <laughs> uh, on the news and just watching the light shows. Fuck, that was a crazy time. We had never seen anything like it. And looking at those videos now, they're all shitty and <laughs> like grainy, and we're like, "What the hell?" Because now they just got the ca- cameras on smart bombs. You could see them go right up the guy's ass before they blow up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but back then that was like high tech shit and that was the first time we had like reporters embedded like now it's just commonplace we expect yeah. them to be embedded but th- at the time it was fucking crazy like what are you doing you can't go to a warrior a reporter <laughs> now you're not allowed to have a war without a reporter and, well most of them well they're just gonna lie and say they were there anyway so <laughs> Um, back to the music. 1989. Oh yeah, so that was the there was no best artist. Um, Wind Beneath My Wings. 1990s big Grammy hit. Oh wow, Grammy's really? In January, yeah. You are the wind beneath. Brand new artists in the pop world. I love this. Delight. <laughs> Black Crows. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. Wow. Vanilla Ice, Wilson Phillips, MC Hammer, and Faith No More. Oh, wow. Eh? Epic came out January 1990. Fuck, and that is such a good album. The big one hit wonders from that year? Faith No More. <laughs> <laughs> Sinead O'Connor. Concrete Blonde. And the Macarena. No, that was 91. Sorry. Concrete Blonde? Concrete Blonde with the song Joey. Oh. 1990s big <clears throat> pump up the jam was the big dance hit. Followed by You Can't Touch This. 
<laughs> do, 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 do. And my do, do. my favorite NKOTB put out step by step. <laughs> Gord's but favorite those... came out that year, Digital Underground's Humpty Dance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the shit. <laughs> when I bought that album, I remember just thinking like, ah, oh, it's just going to be an album full of really funny random stuff. That album, that it, it, it was on the album called Sex Packet. That whole album was just all about fucking. <laughs> and it wasn't very quiet about it. <laughs> like you didn't have to. Like, you know what the porn. You know what the biggest rock song was at the time? Unskinny Bop. Guess what that was about? Poison fucking hell. <laughs> the Unskinny Bop Bop Bop. <laughs> when that album came out when that song first came out i remember because at that point like i was a bit of a poison fan before that and i'm always going to have a soft spot for that band but it was at that point where i was getting into a little more aggressive heavier stuff and uh i remember like making fun of uh because the band i was in um the older brothers from two of the members they had a, a hair metal style band but they were right into like to the warrant and the poisons. They were all into that style. We were more. Yeah, the, we, we weren't. And uh, <laughs> it was so funny because he was like, oh, man, CC DeVille's amazing. I'm like, hey, don't they have a fucking new song that like just came? I was like, oh, man, I already got the fucking I already got the single and he plays it. And listening to it, I'm learning probably through a do. I literally just learned the entire song just like that. Your band is basic. Move away. <laughs> yeah. I there was a few crossovers that I allowed into my life, like Queen's Reich was one. Oh my god. Silent um, uh, Skid Row, obviously. Love Skid Row. They were a big crossover for me. Um I just read an article about them and, and uh I'll remember you what a big fucking deal that song was. It was like one of the biggest ballads of all time. Oh, yeah, it's huge. Remember yesterday. I love that song. I like that album. That was a good makeout album. It was make a good uh, They released some good stuff. Side one of the tape. There was, I had like my go tos were that Skid Row, the first album. Um, uh, Guns N' Roses, Use Your Illusion One. If you can make out yeah. for a whole, the whole side one of that tape, that was pretty kick ass. Yeah. Um, and my other one, and I don't care what you guys say, because people touched my penis, was Roxette. Roxette uh, amazing. What was the name of the album? Not the one with the look, the one that came out after that. That I'd like listen to. Listen to your heart. Like, um, what was the big song listen, on that? Listen no, it wasn't listen to your heart. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. Um, I thought they only had the two big ones. Joyride. Yeah, I came on. That's the one. Yeah, I'm enjoying the joy. Joy ride. Uh, yeah. Side one of that album got your penis touched. <laughs> you know, I um I'm not gonna explain to you young kids what the sides of the tapes were. That's way too more, it's way over your heads, but uh <laughs> it not was getting into all that. It was a thing. Um I remember years ago, um, when I was in that same band, we went and saw Skid Row and Pantera. With the uh, Killer Dwarves opening up. Oh Jesus, that's awesome! It was an amazing show, and the best thing was was there our uh, the lead singer of our band. He is he had never been to a concert before in his life, and Skid Row, like Sebastian Bach specifically, was like his idol. He dreamed of being Sebastian Bach, and um, I did not. I dreamed of singing like Sebastian Bach. I didn't want to be him. He looked way too much like a girl. No, he wanted to. You know, he he wanted to be Sebastian Bach without a doubt. Um. I 
what was funny man, was yeah, like good guy. yeah not so much anymore but you know <laughs> yeah, he's still um, got it he has he's, he's not as bad as axel go look at Axel. no right axel's now. brutal no at least the basher box still skinny um but what was funny was is that where we're at the show um when once skid row finally came out you know alex lost his shit entirely and he just started freaking out so in the stadium and he turned around behind me and he just because he just had all this didn't know what to do with himself sort of thing because we we're in the stands, so we weren't like in a pit or anything else. And he just turned around and grabbed the seat behind him and started and just ripped the seat right off yeah. and broke it. And everybody around us ended up causing a near riot, and they destroyed an entire section of seating, all because of started with Alex. <laughs> and Alex walked out with that seat for the record. <laughs> we did that in our Lady P show right here in beautiful downtown Kelowna. <laughs> That's awesome. Where you, we weren't allowed to have concerts, but they thought it was a religious group. Because they were called Our Lady Peace, so they allowed it. <laughs> Tripping Daisy opened for them. It was awesome. And we destroyed. I think Nori Wentworth, famously of Wentworth Music, now three stores in the Okanagan, um, still has part of the seats from that, from the Kelowna oh, Community awesome. Theater. Very neat. Um, oh, oh, hang on. I just remembered something. Um the guitarist from Children of Bottom, uh, very well known and a popular or, or a, a well recognized band for what they did for music and their style. Um, the uh, um, the lead singer and guitarist, um, Alexi Leaho, um, died at age forty one earlier today. Crazy. So it's very very sad news. The community is very sad. He was a really really genuinely nice guy um he's been dealing with uh some sort of uh um sickness for the last few years um which is why they ended up stop uh last they disbanded in 2019 um that was strictly because of of his uh his health so sad news on that one uh so children of bottom uh phenomenal fucking band but yeah poor bastard's dead so sad news Sorry about that. Trying to bring a little bit, of, a little bit of sadness to the fucking show there. I'm not that sad. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> not so much. Sorry. <laughs> Just not so much. Yeah, doesn't bother me at all. It's okay. <laughs> uh, fuck. So yeah, so that happened. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's just um, so you know that you heard about the bomb that went off in Nashville on Christmas Day? Uh, yeah, three three people died of COVID because of it. Yeah, that's the one. Um, do you not find it strange? I mean, I mean, no, I mean, you don't find it strange, of course. You know, why, why would you? Um, very little news coverage on this for yeah, some no strange one... reason. All, I know three people died all of COVID because the bomb went off and they were around it. Yeah. And the big thing is that, um, well, they, they, they know who did it and it's a white guy and ironically, they're not talking about that. And the weirdest thing is, is they are not calling it, um, homegrown terrorism. Yeah, no, they won't. <laughs> that would distract us from COVID. We can't have that right now. <laughs> So that's weird, but um, yeah. 
So I just thought that was yeah, big thing on that one. Um, uh, they're now claiming. I mean, one of the last things I heard, I was just trying, I was trying to look up on this earlier, but my fucking computer froze. But they're now saying that they think that he was um, uh, some sort of um, a Muslim. You know, part of that or something like that, claiming that he was uh, well, that's what they always say, part of though. one of the extremist groups or something. I know it's just, it's just it's just gotten stupid. If now it's now apparently if you don't die from COVID, then it's not from a terrorist group. So <laughs> well, no, they they all died of COVID, and we always say it's Muslim. Um, I I don't know that he was, and I he's a you know he's a white guy, Anthony Quinn Warner. I'll give his name. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Anthony Quinn Warner. Uh, um. Sent packages that told his viewpoint, so maybe he was. I don't know. He sent out letters to the FBI and shit before he did it. Uh, suicide bomber detonates a recreational vehicle bomb. Yeah, it's always the way. That's it. Um, what to know? A girlfriend of the man. Oh, yeah, they talk to a girlfriend. I love when they do that. They always have great things to say. <laughs> what a shit thing to do. Go to his girlfriend. You know she's just going to talk shit about him. <laughs> he never took me nowhere. It's Christmas Day, goddammit. He never gave me nothing. He told me he was going to start uh, a the FBI, is, <laughs> the FBI is investigating if 5G paranoia was behind the bombing. There you go. I don't see a Muslim thing here. He may have been killed in the explosion. Oh, you think he might have been? Maybe. <laughs> See, and that's kind of one of the funny things. Like I said, it was one of the news reports that first came up. And I'm thinking, what? No, because if that was true, then that they, they would put that all over the news then. If that was true. The, that the news would allow to get out. But yeah, I'm not reading anything about that anymore now. No, there's. I don't see anything about it. I don't think it is. It is very, very white. And paranoid about 5G. That's not very Muslim. Yeah. Oh, you reach worried about 5G. Uh, go back and listen to our episode called This Episode is All Gerbangly. I explain 5G <laughs> and the COVID retarded connection there. Um, 5G doesn't make you sick, people. If it did, 4G would have made you a little bit less sick. That's how it works. It's. It's retarded. And the big COVID outbreaks are in places that don't have 5G anyway. So shut up. It's a stupid thing. Yes. And this guy bombed Nashville because of it. Nashville is my favorite city that I've never been to outside of Ashburn, Virginia. Nashville's number two. I love it. And I've never been there. And now it's been blown up. And that sucks. Yeah. Very, very sad. Very, very sad. There was damage due... Damage was done to an AT&T central office and Nashville's COVID-19 community hotline. <laughs> See, that's what I'm surprised. I'm surprised that that isn't the leading story. Who gives a fuck about your COVID-19 hotline <laughs> when there's bombs going off, you fucking retards? I, I just had a bomb go off. COVID? <laughs> what was that? COVID? What? That's all I heard. COVID. What? COVID. Yeah. Three guys died of COVID as soon as that bomb went off, including the bomber. 
He had COVID. <laughs> that's why he bombed stuff. <laughs> fucking COVID. Fucking How far is Tennessee it. from Virginia? Because they, they got uh, Nashville people in West Virginia. Nashville must be, Tennessee must be right by West Virginia. All right. One more reason to go to Ashburn as soon as they open up the goddamn border. I'm going to Ashburn before it's too late. Holy fuck, I'm seeing a picture of it. Jesus Christ. That's a bomb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a big one. Wow. It did some damage. Right between two buildings, like, you know, right smack dab in the middle. I love the headline in CTD. Nashville explosion prompts FBI to search a hole. Oh, you think? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm just going to throw in throughout the show. I'm going to throw in little fun facts. They have nothing to do with necessarily a year, but they're just fun facts that I think are fun. And I wrote some cool. down like the, like the, the carjacking one. Here's another one. Teflon is the only solid material that geckos can't stick to. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> That's stupid. I don't know why I care. Like don't put like, Geckos aren't safe in your pans. I don't don't cook geckos. I guess is the thing. Or you can cook them, and at least they're not going to stick and burn to the bottom. Um, here's a fun one. Tic Tacs are actually ninety five percent sugar, but they say that they're zero percent sugar because <laughs> their service their size is smaller than FDA rules, so they get away with saying they're sugar free. Because oh they're God. so small, the FDA doesn't regulate them. But they're actually 95% sugar. So there you go. I, 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 wow. I don't even know what to say about that. That's just like Subway and their bread turning. That's, it's not even bread yeah. anymore. Pretty cool. <laughs> Way to go to Tic Tac. Way to lie. <laughs> Oreo's the top selling cookie in the world. Huh. Two billion in annual sales. That's ridiculous. Wow. For Oreo. Well, and you know why, though? That's because you can get everything in Oreo now. You can get Kit Kat yeah, Oreo. True. You can yeah, get everything Oreo. Everything is Oreo. So, and Oreo drinks. I mean, like, Jesus, it's, it's getting a little out of control. And they're a ripoff of a cookie called Hydrox that was discontinued in 1999. Yeah. Hydrox are actually more popular because they're kosher. Oh, how about that? I guess kosher Oreos means are not what, kosher. When it's kosher, that means it's been blessed by a, a Jewish Jew, a Jewish people can eat it. Hmm. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> I don't even um, <laughs> uh, oh, cool. Mm. Here's one, all you crazy Twilight fans. In today's world, vampires would totally see themselves in the mirror. Because they're backed with aluminum. Old mirrors were backed with silver, which is why they couldn't see vampires couldn't see their reflection because the silver, so silver kills them. Oh, but now the new mirrors, they you'd totally see them because they're not silver anymore. There you go. Oh, how about that? I have a, a neat little thing for you. Go ahead, need me away. In June of 2020, um, one lucky bidder got to take home a Sir Isaac Newton's. Um, meditations on causes and cures for the common plague. Oh, cool. Now, it's sold for $108,083. Um, 
It was written shortly after Newton returned to Cambridge after nearly two years in self-quarantine to avoid the plague. Um, the great thing is, is now I'm just going to read this. The document is unlikely to be much of much use during the current pandemic. However, it includes, among other things, a prescription for driving away disease with lozenges made from a mixture of toad vomit and. <laughs> sure it did. You know what else it, happened? You know what's a January 4th thing that, that just reminded me of? A what? guy bought a picture frame and for $4. And it had an original copy of the Declaration of Independence in it. He sold it for like $4 million. Oh my god. Wow. But he paid 4 that's bucks not, for it. That's awesome. You know, um, just before it was just before I um, um I, I moved uh, up down here, wherever the fuck I am. Um, I was watching an episode of fucking Antiques Roadshow, and there's this one dude, dude's like 86 fucking years old, he's got this lamp, and it is a god-awful ugly lamp, and he's like, you know, I just want to get this thing appraised, morally just to prove a point, and they said, well, what's the story? He says, my wife has been hanging on to this thing for fucking years, um, and she says that it's like an original Tiffany lamp, and I'm like, nope, this is just an ugly piece of crap. And she refused to ever let me throw it out. I've tried numerous times. She's always rescued it. Um, she passed away earlier this year. And I thought, fuck it. At least I'm going to go and get her price so I can at least prove the point. Go, so what's it worth? Like, well, this is an original Tiffany lamp. And it's worth about $85,000. He's like, Jesus. He was pissed. <laughs> he was so mad. He's like, that sucks. She was right. Fuck. <laughs> So I thought that was genius. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm kind of funny. We're um, in the new year, kids. It's January. You know what January is? It's National Oatmeal Month. Oh, Human Trafficking Prevention Month. Soup Month. Book Month. National CBD Month. Fuck oh. <laughs> uh, National Blood Donor Month. National Hobby Month. You know what my hobby is? Hmm. Naming months. <laughs> <laughs> National I know soup 12. Month. <laughs> it's ridiculous. National Soup Month. <laughs> like, Why would you have that? <laughs> I just want to know, like, what, like, what's the point? Like, who benefits from that? Aside from what? Soup companies, I guess? Campbell's. Campbell's? Because <laughs> that's probably who created it. Named after the Roman god Janus. Who is the god of gateways? Not the god of soup? No, not the god of soup. <laughs> thought I'd ask. <laughs> but from now on, that's my, uh, my explanation. <laughs> Speaking of god, god of soup, that might be another name. I'm coming up with various metal band names for myself because I've my new act, because nobody thinks Lake Pirate is a good idea this year. <laughs> I do. But the other, oh, it's happening. It's totally happening. Um, <laughs> The other idea I had was start just doing ambush impromptu metal concerts. Like, just, like, in the middle of the mall, just fucking sneak in with my guitar and just do a metal show by myself. And oh. I was going to be a different band every time I do it. Now, if you want to join my band, feel free to shoot me an email, GwynnetPouchesVagina at gmail.com. But God of Soup, Gods of Soup, that's a good metal name. Gods um, of Soup is epic. And I'd just be, like, in KFC or whatever, just fucking drop my shit and have a metal show. Like, it'll just be me and my computer and my guitar, but I'll fucking rock out. <laughs> um, 
Because I thought it would be great if Guar started doing just random impromptu shows. Like they just show up at your house and do a show in your living room. That'd be amazing. Fuck up, it's covered in fake blood. And you're just like, what the <laughs> fuck just happened? Guar just kicked in my door and played for an hour. <laughs> I thought that'd be awesome. And then I'm like, well, Guar is kind of, you know, because Overton died and it, it sucks. Uh, they're not doing much. So I thought I would take up pick up the reins, but I'm not going to be Guar. I'm not even going to pretend to be Guar. So I'm going to start my own, my own band who uh, just does kicks in your front door and does metal songs for no reason whatsoever and then just runs away. But I'll be a different band every time. And one of those bands to look forward to is Gods of Soup. <laughs> uh, the other one is Rusted Codpiece. I like that. Rusted Codpiece. Yeah. Oh, mm. yeah. Um, and the other one, obviously, Aluminum Falcon. Yeah, that's, that's that is a big favorite of mine. Aluminum Falcon. I had another one. What was the other one? Oh, Cobalt Kitten. My boss wanted that. I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> Cobalt Kitten. I like that. But God of Soup right up there. So if you have a band name for me, if you want to be in one of my bands and do impromptu metal shows and like random places, courthouses, buses. Public bathrooms, that would be hilarious. You just see a guy sit down and take a big duker and you just run in and do a metal show, scare the shit right out of him. <laughs> it's n- nothing but good stuff can happen from this. I'm going to take the show to the streets this year, uh, the streets of Kelowna, and do stuff that involves you people. Uh, so get forward to that. <laughs> uh, we're going to start doing some stuff out in public, start, start getting some public engagement because our numbers are so good right now. I want to get people excited about the show yes. and, and get other people involved so that we don't have a day where I have to sit here and talk about soup month for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just so you know, Mike Bishop is the new lead singer of uh, Guar. There's no new singer of Guar. They can all go to hell. But he has been on and off with the band since 1987, Mike Bishop. That doesn't make you particularly new. That's 30 years. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's replaced. Um, <laughs> if you've been with the order. band for 30 years, you're not allowed to call yourself the new singer anymore. He's been with the band since two years after they started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on and you're, off. You're not new. Hmm. <laughs> Just say it. Well, they've had a lot of members. Holy shit, they've had a lot of members. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, first month of 2020, or 2021, I should say. Oh, I knew I'd fuck it up sooner or later. <laughs> uh, I had this one saved for you guys, and now I don't have it. Uh, where is it? Here, is this it? This is not it. God damn it. I will find it. Settle down, everybody. Calm down. <laughs> Uh, top five rock albums of 2020 as we go into 2021. I agreed with some of these. Clint Lowry. Okay. I have no idea who that is. Clint, Clint Lowry. Not a clue. No idea. No idea. Uh, Adelitus. Adelitus way. Shine oh. on. Now that's stupid. Corey Taylor. Fuck you. Heat two. This is not. Oh, this is a different list. This isn't the one I'm thinking of. This is the list of people nobody's ever heard of or yeah, cares about. Yeah, the top five rock albums nobody gives a fuck about. <laughs> I should have finished reading the uh, sentence there. 
<laughs> That's not true. It's just bands I've never heard of because I'm old as shit. I don't know. Here's the one I was looking at. Number five, Body Count featuring Ice-T, Carnivore. Haven't heard it. Didn't know. I thought 2018 was their most recent album. Nope. Uh, very excited to hear this. Yeah. Number four, Gigaton by Pearl Jam. Hmm. You may not like it all, but you're bound to love some of it. That's not a good like tagline. <laughs> Who says that? Pearl it's Jam, true, bro. bro. Gigaton. You might not like it all. Like that, what? Who wrote that? <laughs> what an honest musician. <laughs> what do you think of your new album? We don't like it all. Dude, you got to fire that guy. There's Number a couple three, Seven Dust, Blood and Stone. I don't know about Seven Dust. The album cover's cool. I like Seven Dust. Number two, Ozzy Osbourne, Ordinary Man. Do not like that new song, but God bless Ozzy for still going at it. He can sing. Uh, the very cool thing about it was it recruited Chad Smith on the drums, Red Hot yep. Chili Peppers, and Duff McKagan played bass for him. You know, speaking of Chad Smith, by the way, did you know that um, uh, New Year's they did a show, Chad Smith on drums, the bass player from Jane's Addiction, uh, Post Malone singing, and... Who's the bass player for Jane's Addiction? Uh, not the original, because the guy who's been playing with them for the last, like, 20 years. But not the original bass player. Didn't Flea play with them briefly? I thought Flea did something with them. I don't know. Very briefly, yeah. Um, and I can't remember. Oh, and, um, no, and I can't remember who the other guy was. Uh, but they did an amazing version of, uh, Rooster by Allison Chains. Oh, weird. It was so good. Um, and then they whipped up and did a, a version of War Pigs with Post Malone singing. All, pretty much the same. Most right, of the same yeah. members, Slash joined in. Post Malone uh, worked on Ozzy's new album, too. Yeah. I'm actually starting to become a bit of a fan of his. Um, my you girlfriend's a huge fan. I got I to gotta, I gotta say I don't completely hate the man, but yeah. I don't know enough to, to say I like him yet. I like his attitude. I like the way he talks and the, what I watched of him singing Alice in Chains was incredible because he kept it kind of true to Lane Stanley's style, but with his style slightly thrown in because Post Malone is known for this sort of vibrato throat thing, but he used it sparingly and it sounded really good when he did it. So I, was really I like all the love that Alice in Chains is getting right now. Oh, same here. Number five so metal good. albums of 2020 mm. kids. Lamb of God comes in at number five. Love it. Uh, Trivium, number four, What the Dead Men Say. I've heard a song. I don't remember it. Like number Trivium. three, Killer Be Killed. Reluctant Hero. Don't know it at all. Nope. Uh, Ex-Sepultra member. Oh, oh holy shit. It's Max members Cavalera. from Max Cavalera, Mastodon bassist Troy Sanders, and Converge drummer Ben Kohler. So, fuck. That's, that's huge. Like a super group, yeah. Um, oh, shit. Wow, I didn't realize it was a super group. So, Killer Be Killed, check them out. That's fucking dope. It has three lead singers, and that's cool. Yeah. Um, number two, Armored Saint. Don't know them either. Oh, really? Nice. Um, oh, Gonzo with Phil. Holy shit. Anyway, number one, Avatar. Nah. Nah. Maybe. Nah. I have <laughs> heard of them, unfortunately. Nah. <laughs> there's there's it's so rare for a swedish metal band to go mainstream that i will uh, allow it yeah 
I guess that's true. And they haven't like killed anyone on stage or burned anything down, so that's cool. That's boring. <laughs> um, no, I like it. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So there you go. Cool. That's Very the metal. Well. You know what pisses me off? Mm. <laughs> this is just because it happens to be on the same website. The top five crushes of all time. Who is the biggest crush in the 1960s? Oh, fuck. Oh, uh, hang on. Uh, what's his name from the Partridge family? Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Um, what's I... her name from the Partridge family? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, she was fucking hot. Susan Day was her name. Uh, no, uh, oh. Elizabeth Montgomery from Bewitched. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, she was cute. We had the debate, me and a roommate one time, whether it was Jeannie or Elizabeth from Bewitched, and it was Jeannie. Jeannie wins. Sorry. Well, obviously, A, her powers were better. B, she dressed way sexier. And C, she lived in a bottle. Yeah. Um, 1970s, hottest woman of the decade, Linda Carter. Wonder Woman. Very nice. And there have some new movie thing coming out, new Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman show? 1984. Yeah, is that a TV show? Is it a movie? No, only no, it's a movie, and people hate yeah. it. Oh, okay. Apparently, it's not good because it's all like full of eighties kitsch. Oh, eighties weren't cool. I don't know why people keep trying to do this. Oh, we got to revisit the eighties because it's the two thousands. No, we don't. The eighties sucked in the eighties, and they suck now. That's why that eighties show was terrible. The seventies <laughs> show was funny because it was based on a funny decade. The eighties was a miserable fucking time. Everyone was high or miserable. I think you know, you know how you know that? Because the hmm. biggest crush of the 1980s every man was falling for? Alyssa Milano. <laughs> uh, she's a fucking teenager, too. That's she was hot as fuck, though. Yeah, she was. Uh, still in. <laughs> 1990s, we got in Buffy, and the biggest crush that all guys loved in the 1990s? Alyssa Dushku. Oh, Alyssa Dushku. I liked her. Oh, yeah. Like She's a sexy little victim. In the 2000s, I disagree with this. But hmm. the two, the biggest crush of the entire fucking decade, Jessica Alba. Yep, I'm in. I'm on board. Boo. Yep. Jessica Alba can not blow me. No, I'd be more than fine with that if she wanted yeah, to. Yeah, she's cute. I don't think she's anything to write home about, but she's cute. But there you go. That's right from the 60s to today. Very cool. I, just, I don't agree with that. I agree with most of them. Just Jessica Alba. I don't. I, I think there's better. I'm not in a majority. No. Um, that. But I just. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty much all I have. I'm not going to drag this show out too long because it's just now people looking for random crap, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, I do I'm going to look up things. I just want to very quickly mention. Please do. So, um, <laughs> so you've got England is now under a new law COVID lockdown because of this new, more contagious variant of the coronavirus. Yeah, that's been spreading all through the holidays. So you got that. But here's what's even funnier. South Africa COVID variant is more infectious than the UK strain. <laughs> It is. I got a private message on Facebook from someone from South Africa telling me what's going on there. Yeah. And and that while my views are not far from the truth, uh, I should kind of watch 
when I say that it's not bad and it's not killing people. He is in South Africa and he wrote to me and he very much is says it's very bad. I'm going to try to find it for you guys because it's actually really interesting. Um, the guy, some guy just called me a crime against humanity because my message is insane and dangerous. Why? We're not saying it doesn't exist. We're just saying the numbers. The message are is go look at the numbers for yourself. How is that yeah. insane and dangerous? Um, anyway, I want to try to find this letter for you guys. Oh, I hope you do. That'd be great. Um, I just uh, pretty much would just like to put on the record that um, let's face it, South Africa, you don't got a good track record for any outbreaks. So fuck you with your saying that COVID is so fucking horrible. No. You motherfuckers still got fucking Ebola. So get the fuck out of here. No, Ebola is only in the Congo. Is it only the Congo? It is only in the Congo. Uh, fuck them anyway. Uh, I'm just going to answer this guy really quickly. Sorry, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling your friends. My buddies in India, I love you to death. I'm going to get someone to come fix all your ceilings. Um, <laughs> that was so good. I didn't hear that coming. Uh, <laughs> love you guys all. Uh, you know what? I'll do this letter. I don't want to bore you guys while I look for it. I'll do it on tomorrow's episode. Uh following a known-to-be-corrupt government. Hmm. Um, sorry, writing a letter. Anyway, kids, uh, I, Cord, you, did you have one more? Um, uh, oh, uh, just one thing, uh, which I'm assuming this is going to end up being some pretty big fucking news. It's already starting to really climb up the radar for everybody uh saudi arabia has opened its airspace airspace land and sea border um which is their way of uh resolving the big dispute um with um uh qatar yeah so they're I don't think you're solving up no probably not um but uh, yeah, they said that at least they're trying to resolve the political dispute between them and uh, some pretty that's just that is pretty fucking big news considering um, Saudi Arabia doesn't fucking like them. So that's pretty bad. Pretty big. I'm ending, ending this comment. Yeah, it is big. Uh, Israel's going to fuck them both up now. Sorry. Yep. End <laughs> uh, this letter that this comment to this guy with the same comment I've ended every comment on Facebook, and I'm probably going to start ending the show with, and that is, I expect an apology when I'm proven right from all of you. <laughs> I expect you all to write me an apology. Absolutely. That I am so sick of being called insane and dangerous, and you're what's wrong with this planet. You all owe me an apology. Yep. When it comes out, uh, let me see if I can find this letter now since we're sitting here. I don't know. We got to end the show. Ending the show. While you're looking for, while you're looking for that, uh, do you know one of the things that happened this year? No. Well, yeah, I know it, lots of things that happened this year. But... Well, this is one of the big things that happened this year that doesn't involve COVID. Um, in May of this year, this is when that little fucking um, five-year-old boy had uh stolen his parents suv 
Oh, yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> Driven down the highway, said he was on his way to California to buy a Lamborghini that he had, and he had $13 in his pocket. Good Walt. on him. <laughs> Did he get his Lamborghini, I wonder? Not yet, no. No, probably not. But I just love the fact that he was pulled over because a trooper uh, pulled the SUV over. It was going 51 kilometers an hour and drifting across lanes, and he's like, fuck, baby, this guy's either drunk or has a medical emergency so he pulls yeah. a five-year-old perched on the edge of the driver's seat and <laughs> he was drunk and had a medical emergency that was the weird part it was a very strange thing nobody saw that coming first case of covid <laughs> right there he was the first covid case um where the fuck is this thing i can't find it the, um, the title of that article by the way was on the lambo that's that's good stuff <laughs> that's, to buy a lambo. it's good <laughs> that that that's the kind of stuff that the media is focused on. Uh, <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> uh, uh, where is this? I can't find, of course, now I can't find this one dude's letter, but it was just, he's from South Africa and he just said, like, there's lots of people in South Africa dying um, or at least getting sick. He didn't say dying. He said, there's a lot of people getting sick. He doesn't know how many are dying. Um, not many, apparently. <laughs> but but a lot of people are getting very sick um and he just told me like hey you know just so you know people are getting sick down here in south africa and i was like dude why are you in a colonna fucking group but yeah whatever. why are you in a colonna chat room what the hell uh it's cool i'm glad i, I appreciate the letter i it was very polite which i like i, I like a polite argument if you want to argue with me and dave or dave what the fuck I, I just, i'm reading dave me and gord we argue all the time that's all we do is argue we don't agree on anything i had like just so you guys know it's like eric the show could be called eric and gord we don't fucking like each other um <laughs> but it's not it's what if we're right it's better it's catchier um but uh we don't agree on anything but we argue in an intelligent way and we're respectful of each other and that's all i ask from the rest of you you want to argue with me great i love it bring it on but not calling me names and telling talking about my daughter and shit yeah that, no that, that's that doesn't get a good reaction from me no, and it shows the person's complete and total lack of intelligence. So, so this guy me. wrote me, I'll find it for you guys for tomorrow. I don't want to keep looking, but he wrote a nice post and it was disagreeing with me, but in a nice way. And that's totally different. That is very cool. So do that. Start being nice to each other, you goddamn freaks. It's the easiest thing in the world. Just like you say, oh, wear a mask. It's the easiest thing in the world. No, it's not. Second easiest thing in the world. Easiest thing in the world, be fucking nice to each other. That's it. Oh, Rand Slim, Slim, Rand Slim. Here we go. Find it. I did. Nice. Somewhere. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so here you guys go. This we're gonna end the show on. This is a letter from Rand Slim of South Africa. Um, I think your mistake, sir, may have been to use "read for yourselves" or "think for yourselves," which are the cries of conspiracy theorists. I'm afraid of the virus, despite great odds of being unharmed. I see things that don't make sense. I'm in South Africa. We have 1 million cases and growing fast. That's the number that screws up the perspective. The people most concerned with symptoms and only a fraction of them are given tests. The super fast spreading, super contagious virus has likely infected three or four times that number of people here. Millions and millions and millions of people. Last I checked, we had something under 30,000 deaths. <laughs> 
It's unlikely that there's hidden deaths. There's obviously fake cases. The rate of death should be, should go to uh, fuck all if there's fake cases. Right, okay. There's still a problem that the deaths are usually a small portion of a much bigger number of people overwhelming hospital resources. Uh, if the virus gets out of control there as it is here, it's not a lie. It will overwhelm hospitals. It is done so here. Not all hospitals, but in hotspots. We're not being lied to about that. The virus spreads so fast, um, it applies to the potential of overwhelming hospitals there too. But that's not something people like to talk about. Non-COVID urgent care is not suffering. That's not how it works. Doctors and nurses are exhausted. Um, There's likely a drop in standards, but COVID is not taking away beds from other wards because the doctors have to be quarantined. So they've got certain doctors in the COVID board that are quarantined with them and they don't come out. So other doctors are still doing all their jobs. Um, COVID patients can only be treated in that one area. So they're not overwhelming the hospital. They're in one fucking area by themselves. Um, The question is, how does overwhelmed hospitals and 30,000 deaths impact a country to justify the halt of freedoms and livelihoods? I don't know. I I suspect something isn't right about this strategy. The damage to the economy, morale, and the cost of relief is surely more than building several stadium-sized treatment centers like they did in China. Um, I don't know. I'm not a doctor or an economist, but there must be a middle road. You are right. Many are right. Things don't add up or feel right. But we have to obey out of respect for each other and because we're not the ones elected to make the decisions. Well, that's your fault, not mine. We can spend our lives dedicated to science and be heard and deemed credible. We can spend our lives in politics and help with these decisions. Anything else, we just discuss on Facebook and argue about it. I, that's very cool. You're right. I am trying to get involved in politics and thank you for that. Um, so yeah, I tried and no, I, I did very well. And then I got very sick with another virus, (laughs) not COVID related, but yeah. So there he says, even in his country where millions of people are getting this thing, at least a million people have it. 30,000 dead, maybe. So 1.1 million people have have reported cases and 29,577 have reported deaths. Yeah. And he says that the number, nobody's being tested there. So the number is probably closer to three or four million that have it. And that's still, even if you have three million, you're still looking at only... Less than 30,000 deaths out of 3 million people. That's still exactly that's what he's saying. He's saying that they yeah. don't add up. And um, there's one other thing to keep in mind um, the most single deaths in a day was July 22nd with 572 deaths in a single day. And was that in uh, China? Nope, that's in South Africa. Oh, and so that July 22nd, July 22nd. That's six months ago. Who cares? That's right. When the closest they've had was December 29th, they had 497. So still not, you're still almost 100 deaths of a single day away from being their worst day they've ever had. And they're on a bit of a, they're on a downslope from that number as we speak. So yeah, 
So no, it's not that bad there. Sorry. A lot of people might have it. Not that many were fucking dying from it. So considering how many people fucking probably die from that country on a daily basis as it is normally, I don't think you're worrying too much about it. Uh, someone's challenging me. Uh, anyway, kids, until okay. tomorrow night. Are we doing this tomorrow night? I believe so. Awesome. We are doing this tomorrow night, and it's going to be fun, crazy facts all through history, because that's the point of the show now, unless there's something cool. We'll talk about the Nashville bombing a little bit more, because I totally forgot that even happened. Um, <laughs> Along with everybody else. Uh, we will talk about some really fun stuff. This is a good episode. I had fun. I want to keep it up for the week. Love you guys. Till tomorrow night, take care of each other. See ya, fuck nuts. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.